We want to thank our amazing sponsor, the Rope Drop Queen herself, Michelle McKnight. And honestly, right now is still a great time to book a Walt Disney World vacation or a Disney Cruise Line or any other type of vacation because you're going to need it. She does all the work. She has saved us tons of money on numerous vacations. We love working with Michelle. You will too. Her email is in the show notes. So let her know that you're ready for a vacation. Now on to the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. Derek and Doug talking all things Disney. And Doug, uh, we got a little fun show yes. today that a uh, one of our listeners suggested. There you go. A tease real quick. So excited for this one. Uh, but first, no new Patreons, but we do have a new review to read. We do have a review. So this one is titled A Taste of Home. I really hope they're not referring to my cooking, Derek. You cook? It's, ah, very poorly. Very. I heat stuff up, oh, as you, you would say. I I heat stuff up, which means I could probably be a cook at Rainforest Cafe or T-Rex. Oh, oh. Oh, okay. Anyway, all right. Just recently found this podcast. Oh, it's sorry. It's by Dylan Gamble, who is a patron, our fiftieth patron, actually. Yes, the number fifty. And now we're so up he to like always, fifty-two. He always gets that distinction. All right. Anyway, just recently found this podcast and been enjoying every episode the guys put out. Gives you a taste of being home in Disney World and puts a smile on my face. Keep up the great work and love the podcast. Highly recommend. Awesome. Excellent. Thank Excellent you. Excellent review. I know uh, hopefully we are kind of that, you know, Disney magic for people as they listen to us. I know uh, so many people are itching to get down to the parks and we've had some trip reports recently and we have some more coming up. And hopefully, Doug, we have one coming up. Hopefully. 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 Lots of hoping. Yes. So, uh, but the park, Walt Disney World, is reopen. And with that, we put on social media this week. We asked a question of what do you want us to talk mm. about? I threw that out there just to you see did. kind of the barometer. Fishing. Doug, you were yeah. fishing. I was fishing. I was sitting by a lake when I did it, so Ooh. it makes sense. So we got a lot of responses. So we have show topics for a long time to mix in with trip reports and some other reviews. So thank you very much, guys. Because we're definitely not we... doing movie reviews anytime soon. <laughs> uh, no. Okay. So here it is from Mickey Loved Grunge at CFertel73. I'm See, I had to go mispronounce something every show. All right. Anyway, here is the topic. Perhaps a dissertation on the long-term effects on tooth enamel from chewing ice from a dentist's perspectives. Oh, and maybe a top 10 of the most immersive attractions at Walt Disney World. Which attractions most effectively transport you to a different time or place? There you go. Pretty good topic. So chewing on ice is horrible, Derek. Don't do it. It's like the worst thing you can do for your teeth. My daughter chews on ice constantly. So don't chew on ice. Never chew on ice. Like popcorn holes that don't pop are equally as bad, but like you're not doing that on purpose. Popcorn is evil. But ice, I eat popcorn all the time. Wow. Yeah. I'm learning something new. I think they wanted to hear about the other side of that question. 
The Disney side. Oh, the long term yes. effect. No. The no. The Disney side. But what is there a oh. long term effect? Should I be worried? You you get from chewing ice. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. The uh, pulp in your teeth shrink. You see a lot of fractures. It's bad. It's bad. But top ten. Is that what you're thinking? He was really after. I think so. Also, it's now I'm scared like to a... eat uh, popcorn at the parks all of a sudden, and it's that's one of my dangerous. favorite snacks. It's dangerous. Stick to Dole Whip. You'll never break a tooth on a Dole Whip. Wow. And that is nine out of 10 dentists agree. You got to eat a Dole Whip. One out of one for sure. One out of one for sure. Always have. Always will. So top 10 list, Derek. Top 10 list. Should we? uh, So we bounce some our our list kind of off each other and then average them together. And then where I really couldn't place them averaged, I needed a third opinion. So you'd think I'd ask Michelle because she's very educated in Disney attractions more so than us, right? Yeah, but I guess, I'm guessing you did not. I asked Samantha and Alden. Oh, so that's the worst. They they had very different opinions on everything, which helped, made it not much easier. But they, they were the tiebreakers on moving things around. Okay. So if you have a problem with our list, it's their fault. Ooh, okay. Bl- putting blame on kids. We're good at that at Rope Drop right yeah. now. Yep. Why not? That's why I had them. So, like, when there's an odor in the house, like, did you? Nope, it was Alden. Makes sense. Yeah. I, we don't have a dog to blame. Anyway, do we want to start with number 10, the honorable mentions, or just number one on down? So there's drama for what makes it into the bottom. Yeah, we got to go We got to go in reverse order. So we got to start at the least to the most. So 10 so to our- 1? And a one. How about we throw our honorable mentions out there real quick? Okay, quick honorable mentions. So Everest made an honorable mention. Small oh, see, that made my, when I sent you my list, Everest yeah. made number ten. Yeah, and it's and it fell the, off because of your the, kids. Got it. The jury decided that just the, the cue, cue is the very cue immersive. Is very immersive. Alden said it's like a tra- a fake museum. I'm like, oh, okay. okay, okay, yeah, it is. And then um, Small World, Peter Pan, Little Mermaid. See, Small World makes sense because it puts me in an era of like the 60s when that was the mm-hmm. height of all uh, theme park attractions. It, it does. It transports that time. I really like Peter Pan, but you weren't as high on it and the kids definitely weren't. And yeah, like, Peter I, Pan, I, is I, kind of, you know what's great is seeing it through my kids' eyes now. Yeah, maybe that's, yeah, that would be different. And Little Mermaid, it's a dark ride I feel that does a good job of transporting you. Yep. As well. My wife actually put that one in her top 10 because I asked her these questions. So she loves Little Mermaid. Plus that cue is, again, wonderful. It is. It is. You walk right through it, but it is. Um, I mean, we're splitting hairs here, yes. really. There's there's one that didn't that I had on my list that didn't even make these honorable mentions. That was Mission Space. I feel like that's fairly immersive because uh, it closes in on you. That was in my top, like, six doug that was in my top five you just wrote space i took that as a different space oh nope that i put mission space that was mi- my bad that was space mountain nope mission space because you're like well, you feel then, like you're in there evidently space is gonna mean two things when we get there to we it, go folks. good point all right so there we are all right all right number 10 mickey and minnie's runaway railway and See, i know wasn't this wasn't in my top yours, 10 because i've never been a... on it so it's there's a lot going on. It transports you. It does a really good job of that. If you look up, you can break the theming. So don't look all the way at the, like why are you looking at a ceiling anyway? But it's we won't talk much about this one because well, very small percentage have had a chance to enjoy it. Okay. 
So there that you should go. have been an honorable mention then. It, but it's it should be like it should be like four or five, Derek. Okay, okay. Trust me on that. It's it's much higher, significantly higher, and there's a trumpet squid. Anyway. Oh, also thank you all the people yeah. this week that hashtag trumpet squid and went there and took pictures of it. Uh, that is that is awesome, Doug. It, every time you do that, it brings a smile to Doug's face, and Alex Sinak rolls his eyes because he doesn't believe it's a thing. So thank you. Keep it up, Twitter friends. Uh, hashtag Trumpet Squid. Yes, yes, absolutely. All right, number nine was one that I failed to put in the list I sent to you, but it was uh, revised by my committee that I asked, and that's Toy Story Binwave Mania. See, that didn't even make my top 10. I do yeah, love I just, the attraction. I but... didn't even think about it, but uh, I feel like it belongs. Okay. I feel I'm more into it than Little Mermaid because my arm's on fire, so clearly I'm immersed. Yeah. I mean, there's no question about the immersion Yeah. because I'm more concerned about beating my kids at something. See, I feel like that's just next-level video game. I don't know. It's immersive. You're right. But it gets your attention the whole way through. That's like, true. you're not thinking about, like, I wonder what the line at Woody's lunchbox is in the middle of it ever. I don't ever have to think about that because it's always long. Well, in the middle of all the other honorable mentions, I'm pretty sure my mind wanders to, like, what are we doing next? I okay. wonder what this, you know, did it start to rain? Where Toy Story, I'm laser focused. So once okay. they mentioned it, I'm like, okay. that was in my top five. I love it. So there you go. All right. Now, on to. What is this? No, that was number nine, eight. Pirates of the Caribbean. There you go. That one, when I was a kid, was my number one. That was number one for me for a long time. So I think I had it a little bit higher on my list. Not much. I think I had it at like six, but uh, definitely immersive right as you go in there. And and especially when that ride came out, that was the definition of immersion. And probably one of the first real immersive cues. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right? Like. Like, they've done a lot of redoing of cues. Well, Pirates doesn't need it. It's already there. I I remember standing in that line not moving very much as a child and staring at the the Bones playing checkers. That See, somehow just traumatized me. I like when uh, it's theming and they have Halloween and they'll bring some actors in there. Help that theme a little bit better. It's yeah, it's I, and I'm I'm good with the addition of Jack Sparrow. Did that bother you? Never. So yeah, there you go. Pirates of the Caribbean. Would now that we're getting into it here, other than adding actors, anything you do to add to it to immersion? I would fix that mermaid area. They did mm, have that before. I I liked it. Uh, I've seen it once. So bring that back and then. Um, I don't know. Not not much. All right. Now on to number seven, where it could be Space Mountain or it could be Mission Space. Something space. So Derek has this issue when we're talking about things to just say space. Like I told Michelle Beach, Beach and I met Caribbean Beach and she goes, Beach Club is not open. I go, I know. Nobody refers to resorts at Disney World say, I'm going to stay at Beach. And they mean Beach Club. I can't even say it wrong on purpose here they don't mean caribbean beach it's beach club is beach caribbean beach would be caribbean beach i mean it doesn't get i mean they're two different levels i know but it's simple for me just one word it okay wrong one word caribbean so i guess we're going uh space mountain which is still truly immersive 
It is. And the queues, I mean, it's immersive. It's not... I mean, they got the spaceport stuff and now lots of plexiglass, but uh, I think the queue is still decent. It's not just switchbacks. Well, it is at the end, isn't it? Yep. So I don't go much. Um, I like Hyperspace Mountain way better. Just going to say that. That is... That would move it up a few notches in my book. Um, Mission Space is very immersive because it, it, you know, surrounds you. Like you can't escape. When I took my kids on Mission Space the very first time, my son thought we went to space. Told my wife I went to space. So, yeah. Boom. Spacewalk. That would be. That's the Space 220. Space 220 someday in space 220 in year 2022 anywho so yeah space space mountain um i think if they got more like planets and asteroids floating around like uh the projections that might increase the immersion just a little bit they did make it darker recently didn't they uh they took all the lights off for you know whenever they do the theme times those are fun that sounds awful derek it was great no lights at all none I'm sad there's no Mickey's not so scary this year, so I won't be able to enjoy that one. Okay, well, I don't think I'd ever enjoy that. All right, next on our list, what are what are we up to? Five. Six, five? What already? Six? Was it six or five? Now I don't know. Now we're at five. Oh. I think we're at five. Yeah. Yes, this would be number five. You have dentist handwriting for sure. Wait, this this is six. Okay. This is this is why we don't do many top ten lists, guys. We uh, uh, should have well, sent me quite, the list, and I could have I uh, compared it with you. I probably could have written numbers by them too. All right, so we have you didn't even top... write numbers by the top no, ten. No, literally, it's a post. Uh, oh a post my gosh! Okay, you no guys card can't see with this. arrows. I can only read like three of those. Wow, your handwriting is terrible. Yeah, yeah, it's not the handwriting that's the problem, though. All right, Tower of Terror is next. Okay. I mean, this one really has it all, right? It does. Great cue. Uh, immersive with the, the actor playing in the Tower of Terror. And then when you're there going through the fourth dimension, very good uh, immersion. Yeah, I, I don't... I mean, could you add anything to this attraction to make it more immersive? I can't uh, think... Less lines. No, I, I definitely would... I hate how long those lines are after uh, in the boiler room. Yeah. So that's where it's real scary for kids. So that I agree. I really want, I I just wish I know I've been there with little kids. It's, I wish you like you got out of that pre-show and just were right on an elevator or maybe waited like a couple cycles of elevators to load. Not like 20. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. That would be better, but man, the, from the cobwebs in the lobby, this mm-hmm. you read like the like the who's playing the in the lounge that night, all that sort, all the little details in that attraction just add up to put it over the top. The Twilight Zone video is frightening enough. I don't need more. And then now that it's not, I remember back when it was just a drop and you're done. That was it. And that was fantastic. And now it just it goes forever, which is too much for me. But for most people, it's great. I feel like the last time was ridiculously long too. I was almost like, oh, 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 wow, we're still we're still going. Like the computer has names for the different sequences. This yep. is like 
I don't like these people. So it's just yep. do, 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 up and down. I, I love how it opens. It does break the theme and immersion, but the window opens and you can see out. Well, you know why that is. I like it. It's because draw people in. No air pressure. So the first time that they did it, they dropped and the air pressure built up underneath and Under actually it. blew uh-huh. out the wall. So they have to put those up there for air to release. Ah, they could have just put unthemed vents, but they let us look. Yeah. Well, now you can hear screams yeah. too. And hear screams. So people are like, ooh, I want to go do that, which I'm going to be honest. In my life, when I hear people screaming, I turn around. Well, I hope not way. when you're doing uh, dental work. If they're screaming, I hope that's. They shouldn't be screaming. Okay, no, good. Don't, you just don't need to scream. All right. Anyway, unless you're chewing so, ice. Unless you're chewing ice, I might scream at you. Like I yell at my children when they do it. So, all right. So now number five. Number five. Soren. See, this didn't make my top five. It's uh, it was way it was up there. It's up there. We're splitting hairs here. I know. I know. It's just uh, Soren disappoint. I was thinking about this. I love Soren over California. And I feel like that one is so much more immersive than Soren around the world. Because mm-hmm. especially this last time I was in the back corner and we had the S-shaped Eiffel Tower. <laughs> and brought to you by the letter C. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the attraction's amazing. I, yeah. It's, it's definitely lower on my list. Uh, the queue isn't anything special either. Well, I mean, it's supposed to be like a boarding. Yeah, Disneyland is a little bit more. Disneyland's is. I was. I would put Disneyland in my, you know, higher up on the list in my top five. But all right, so maybe I got the math wrong comparing your chart and my chart. Yeah. And we'll bump that down. My bad. This is what happens when you kind of halfway prepare for a show. But uh, no, we did all the preparedness, all the prepared. I like the the queue. Yeah, it's nothing amazing. One of the best pre-ride videos, safety videos, though. That's true. I but lo- not I the love best. Patrick. Which one's the best? Dinosaur? Star Tours. Oh, yeah. I don't go on that one often. Yep. But yeah, Dinosaur, Star Tours, and Soren are my three favorite of, of that. Um, yeah. Okay. Soren. Because, I mean, you got sense, Derek. It, mm-hmm. it throws the smells at you. Does Tower of Terror have any smells? Uh, dust. So. <laughs> and yeah. death. Allergies and death. Allergies and death. That should be a new candle for all those candle makers that make Ooh. Disney candles. We bought some. Tower of Terror smells like death. So there's Soren. You really? Yeah, okay, fine. All right, next, fourth, the cornerstone of Animal Kingdom, the safari. There we go. Now we're getting up there. This was in my top three that I sent over to you. But yes, the safari does feel like an African safari. Uh, You're all fully in, right? Yes, it is. The immersion is real. Yes, there's real animals. Like I was thinking about this. I was like, Jungle Cruise? And I'm like, "Ah, you can tell they're fake. But here at the safari, it's real animals. You're on a real truck, real drive. We had to stop for uh, an animal. Giraffe was in the road, and we had to stop for a good 10 minutes till he moved. Like The main thing that would take you out of the immersion on on this ride would be the humidity. It's not that bad with the breeze when you're driving. Yeah. 
but the road's plenty rough to make you think you're a like off road. Oh, absolutely. So you like gotta see the chiropractor afterwards, and like if you had something loose in your pockets, it's now out of your pockets. I think that's authentic. Yeah. And you never know what animals you're gonna see. You don't want to go close to closing time because the drafts are all lined up at the gate to clock out. That's why it's usually one of my first things I do at Animal Kingdom. It's great it's when call. they're all awake and starting to eat breakfast. Yeah. I like the safari. I yep. think and like the trucks are themed, the queue is themed. It's it's good all the way around. And it has its own special stroller parking. Uh, that they park for you, which is glorious. Yeah. So I'm sure they're not doing now. But, you know, it's it's a, a cool thing and like the grass huts, everything back in there mm-hmm. in that Africa area is fantastic. So yep. and Guaharini whatever that means it's not goodbye but jumbo jumbo that's like totally different i character. can't remember I don't i'm out of uh, uh, yeah, it's been too I, it's long been too long for sure yes it's been too long since i've been on a safari i didn't not... even i didn't even go on it in january so it's been <gasps> since uh september wow. you haven't been on it in this year that's I'm trying to think if we went on it in march i don't know that we did Cause we're like, yeah, we just did it in January. Little did we know no, we'd miss yeah. it. I have regrets. Never now. take things for granted again. Are we in our top three? Because now I know exactly what our top three top are. Top three, be. but you're not real sure of the order, are no, you? No, because so I think your order. We had my very order... different number ones. Yes. Which, but we both had like the same number two. Okay. So to average out, number three is Rise of the Resistance. Oh, interesting. Okay. Because this was my number one, but you had it way down. No, I had it at number three. Which is way down. Okay. For Rise of the Resistance. I had, yeah, it's I, actually three, two or three. I, I'll put it right there. It's amazing. It's immersive. Don't want to give too much away because I know a lot of our listeners haven't done it. But yeah, you're. it's it's ew, like a 17-minute yeah. long attraction. Well, you step out into that hangar. Yeah, with all the stormtroopers. This was my number one, mainly because there's nothing that compares to that hangar when you step out into it, Derek. Yep. You feel like you're on a first order ship. Would it have been better if it was an Empire ship? Sure. Yeah. Let's not split hairs there. But it still is pretty dang impressive. It is. I will give you that. That That is one of the full size TIE fighters. Yep. All the stormtroopers. I need to do it again. I've only done it the one time. Uh, See, that's that's part of I think it'd be number one if you get to do it again. Okay. And, like, lightsaber things happening, doors opening, interrogations. It's an amazing attraction. Ah. Fully immersive. The whole land is fully immersive. Great animatronics. That's true. You can't... Yeah, that's... I, it's my number one, easy. Okay. But it's combined our list. It's number three-ish. All right. So number two, we're going to stay in Galaxy's Edge. And it's Smuggler's Run. See, this was my number one. Especially because yes. uh, if you're the pilot, you're fully immersed. Like, you're and flying this, the Millennium Falcon. This was my number three. So okay. that's, yeah. And then, so we had a tie for two and three. And then, of course, I asked some tweens and teens what was ahead of which for yep. Smugglers and, and Rise. And they went with Smugglers. Um, I think if you're the pilot, it's absolutely up there. I oh, think if man. you're the engineer, you're, you're walking it's through, an uh, honorable you know, mention. Yeah, you're walking through Hondo's area. You see all the Star Wars stuff. 
Chewie talks to you. You're on the Falcon. It's just, it's great. You're in that. Because the first time I did, I was the very first person on the attraction that yeah, day. You were a pilot, right? And I was a pilot. And I got to push in, in the warp speed. And oh my gosh, my the smile hurt, Doug. I, I don't yeah. think I've ever smiled that big in my life. Yeah, it's, if you're a pilot, it's phenomenal. Yeah. Also, if you're in there with like a good group of friends, your family, you have the whole capsule. It's even better because I yell a lot at my children when they run into stuff when they're piloting. But we've done it so many times to where my kids don't even run into stuff anymore. Like, it's just everything goes smooth. We do what we have to. I think that's less fun. The better they got at piloting, Derek. I think that's possible. What if, let me throw this out there. Instead of Hondo, we take the time period between Return of the Jedi and Force Awakens. We take that period and we make it something about Han Solo smuggling. Oh, then you it's know. the best attraction period. Grant, he didn't have the ship for the whole period. We don't know the story there. I don't think it's been fully explained when he, when he lost mm -hmm. it. But, I mean, they could explain that away. Like, it happened just right before the Rise of the Resistance. But, like, Han Solo's the animatronic. Han yep. is the one talking you through the mission. I think... It's number one. Oh, absolutely. If you do that. Yep. And if you do the turret guns for the gunners, like they have like little oh, pods off of the, like if they went into idea. a different thing, because the gunners on the, the Millennium Falcon gunner. aren't sitting there I pushing a like button. I actually engineer more than gunner. Well, engineer is more important, I've, I think. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, if we have the turret guns... Or, like, even just give them the handle to move and the little screen on it. Like, don't put them somewhere else. I think I think it's number one yep. on our list. But that would have required paying somebody that wants nothing to do with Star Wars to do something with Star Wars. So that would have been, like, way bigger. But, you know, what you going to do? I know what number one is. So number one, because it was both of our number twos. Flight of Passage. So that so two twos make a one? Correct. Okay, there we go. Yeah, Flight of Passage. Wow, the first time you walk into Pandora, it just it takes your breath away. The whole land immerses you. I don't quite feel that way when I walk into Galaxy's Edge as like when I walk into Pandora. I don't I don't think because it's just like rock work and plants. Yeah, no, um, I get that. Floating mountains kind of take your breath kind of away. Kind of a different thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I see that. And well, in the the attraction itself, you're literally being teleported into an you know, you're yeah. an avatar, and you're on. It's you feel it moving and breathing under the banshee underneath mm -hmm. you. It's just it's ridiculously yeah. awesome. No other attraction breathes underneath you. Yeah. And vibrates underneath you. It makes you laugh. Yeah, I'd say it was more of a giggle, Derek. It is a giggle. A, Tickles my more. tummy. Yeah. So, I mean, and the whole attraction is immersive. You get the smells, you get the wind, you get everything. The only way to break the immersion is you decide to by turning your head left and right. So that's one drawback of it. That's where, like, Rise of the Resistance, you turn your head, you're just seeing something different. That's why I liked it a little better, where on Flight of Passage, you could break um, that. Um, but, I mean, split hairs there, yeah, Eric. Well. The queue, which I've never had the chance to do the I've full I've never done the few, full queue. I've done the ride a half dozen times. Because when you rope drop, you go into the fast pass, 
area. You just bypass. I've never seen the floating avatar body. I know. I have a lot of people that say it's the best queue, and I've never seen it. It bugs me. It's because we're too efficient a park tourist. That's true. That, I One mean, of these that's... days, I, I will, you know, force myself to sit in a, if it's an hour, I'm not going to go if it's two hours, but I'll do the line. Maybe it's the last thing of the night we do. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. That's how we get through it. Someday. 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 Who knows when that will happen. But yeah, there you go. You missed two of mine that I, I'm, I'm going to do. I... Yeah. Not, not on my list. Um, oh, okay. I was, I, was... I yeah. Your text message list to me was a little scattered. It was. Uh, it was. I was getting a massage, so there you go. Oh, well, you could have waited till later. It happens. I first massage <laughs> since before quarantine, or like six months. So, uh, so you're getting a real massage by a masseuse, and you're responding to text messages right before. Oh, okay. So texting okay. you, and then you know, laying yeah, down you could have waited an hour. I could have, and then you would have been in a better, better mental state for this probably important decision. You know what? And I know one of our uh, Patreons, Jen, is listening and jealous because, you know, but at least I got a massage. So uh, sorry I didn't go up to Canada to get one from you. would have been a very expensive. Well, they wouldn't have let you in, first of all. That's true. Well, I'm half Canadian. Oh, so they would have to let you in. Yeah, I doubt it. Do you have a Canadian passport, too? No. When I was 18, I dual citizenship, but I don't anymore. Mm, Yeah, so they wouldn't let you. Nope. No. So, okay, quick. I got a quick two shout outs that you did not okay. have. And I realize why All you right. didn't have one of them. Star Tours, because you've never been on it or been on it once. I've been on it. I just tend I to have to that sit down is, and sweat. Q is a good, decent queue. And then the attraction's really immersive. I, I love that. And then Haunted Mansion. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. So I know, well, the reason why I got to say those, some of our listeners are probably yelling at us right now. That's the thing. This could be a top 20 list, and no yep. matter how we shake it, it's still going to cut off something and be wrong. And Dumbo, come on. You feel like you're on a real flying elephant. Do you? No. But does the elephant breathe beneath you? That's true. I mean, that's the level of immersion we were talking about at the top of the list, right? Yeah. To, to be able I, – I could see somebody saying Dumbo because the tent's cool, and it's – especially for little kids, it's very immersive – but then you go do Flight of Passage. You're like, oh, this mm-hmm. is immersive. But that's why I put uh, Small World at the very beginning because mm-hmm. that was immersive and the best attraction 40, 50, I can't do the math, years ago. And look how far we've come since then. Right. And if you're going to look at shows as far as immersion of all the, the shows, like say the Magic King shows, I would say Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor might be the most immersive oh, I agree. show. Yep. You feel like you're part of it. Well, and that Plus, is Turtle you're Talk with Crush. Oh, you are part of it. Yeah. I mean, you are you are part of both of those. I think that makes it even more immersive. And hopefully in the next generation of entertainment that we're going to see over the next decade here, I think I'd like to see more of that, like shows with immersion kind of thing. Um, that would be cool. No, That's, I agree completely. I um, also told you Bell just by the one effect. Of yes, you wanted. Beauty. I see with Beauty and the Beast, I feel no immersion. I just feel like I'm part of a cattle being prodded and herded through different people. stages. And it's like, oh, that mirror was awesome. And then it continues on. And then I have to watch other people's kids do the main parts because mine didn't like scream to get them. And then mine stand on the side with like a fork. My daughter got the beast last time. See, she's an outgoing person and very loud. She gets picked for something every time. 
Yeah. See, mine, mine never did. Now they're old and don't care. We don't do it anymore. That's good. I haven't been on it for a while because uh, I always take my other one to Buzz. It's a good trade-off. It is. Yeah. 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 I was telling somebody about how when the girls used to meet princesses, I would take Alden to do the stitch ride. Mm-hmm. And we'd just laugh at crying children. That's so similar. That was an immersive ride. It was. It was too immersive, which is why it's no more. Now, now you got they to just smell need to do something burps. with that space. Yeah. What would you say one of the least immersive attractions is Ooh. on all property? On all of an attraction property. like flying carpets? Yeah, that one. It's, like, it's not a real don't carpet at all. The... You're not even laying on a carpet. That was actually the first thing that popped in my head. Like Dumbo, you at least go into a tent and stuff now. You yeah, know, carpets like carpets. Just it's there. just like, um, we're going to put this here. In the middle of, and there's a Jungle Cruise, and there's I mean, Tiki. You could say the same thing about Dino Land, but I mean, if you really it's, put it your way, it's it's immersive. It's immersive the within the land. It's yeah. it fits it fits the park, the theme, and the land, the story of the land. Everything has a story, right? And yep. so, Triceratops spins fits that perfectly. Now, how immersive? I'm gonna be looking at everything, thinking about the carnival games. I'm not paying for my kids to do, and like corn dogs but i mean living with the land is very immersive it's you're in the garden literally they literally are feeding you from that area literally that's a very immersive one but the question was unimmersive though yeah that should have been another honorable mention living with the land i i think that's that's a good point now like spaceship earth you're in it but i don't feel like you're immersed like you're you're not transported like right, you're not like transported to a different place or time, so to speak. I don't know. Unimmersive. I'm sure Hollywood Studios has plenty of unimmersive things. I just can't think little, of them. Little Wait, Mermaid. They don't have rides. Yeah. Little Mermaid show is going away. Yeah, maybe they're gonna update the lasers that have been there since the '90s. Hey, lasers were the thing. Lasers are cool. They're really cool. And then you put some smoke in there. Yeah. Then like Skip some half bad... the story and you're through the Little Mermaid. Who needs all of the story when exactly. you can just have half? Yeah. And, uh, oh, big news. Uh, Beauty and the Beast is temporarily gone. And they're going to do um, – it's like a big band set up, like a jazz band. So they're playing some Disney music. Nice. Just good. We had the pleasure of seeing the full symphony. Yeah. They did that. They did a Pixar symphony thing. It was awesome, and it's a perfect theater for that. It absolutely, so, the acoustics were wonderful. Yeah, it was actually surprised me that that theater was as good as it was. Um, now, I've just had air conditioning sign me up. But, and a trumpet squid. What if a trumpet squid came on stage and started playing, Doug? That'd be my favorite thing ever. Cause, yeah, how immersive would that be? You're like, holy crap, a trumpet squid. Well, does it ink or not? I don't know. That's the that's the level of immersion I'm looking for from now on. Wow, graphic. So there you go. We are rambling now post-show, but we want to hear from you. We're going to make uh, some uh, Twitter polls and stuff like that. We want to know what you're most immersive and then, of course, think about the least immersive. And I know someone's yelling at us right now because we missed your favorite attraction. So we are sorry, not sorry, but that's part of the show. Sorry, not sorry. And, And who asked the question again? Mickey loved grunge. There you go. Well, thank you for listening and glad we were able to answer your question. And so I think most important of all, Doug, from your dental perspective, do not mm-hmm. chew ice. Don't. Don't. It's bad. One of the worst That's things you can do. That's the whole show should have been. 
That's what he asked for. I know. You interrupted so we, my dissertation. There, we did. We, we rambled about Disney in the middle. Yeah. Yes, we did. All right. Well, we got to get to our Patreon episode, but first, we got to thank a couple of our sponsors. So first, we'd like to thank Joe from Back to the Mouse. Check out his blog for lots of Disney Cruise Line and Royal Caribbean information. Lately, he's been putting up pricing, especially for fall of 2021, which is it's going quick. Ships are filling up, so he has the 10 cheapest like per night cruises on Disney Cruise Line. So it's kind of a good reference to look at. And then after you look at the numbers on his site, you contact your travel agent and they'll get you booked. And that would be Michelle McKnight, the rope drop queen herself, who's booking trips right now for still the fall of 2020. Trying to book one with her right now as we speak. Uh, Hopefully it all works out because I said, you know, Caribbean beach is beach, but yeah, you know, can't can't say the wrong beach. Put you at Old Key West and call it a day. There we go. So, but no, Michelle's amazing to work with. And uh, if you have a cruise you want to take, now is a great time to book. In fact, I found out my cruise in November that we just booked for 2021, the concierge level, just quick. And it's and even on the Facebook group, it's filling fast. Yeah. So you can't sleep on 2021, no, especially are like going to be cruising June, July on is mm-hmm. going like hotcakes. So contact Michelle if you want to do a cruise or any kind of trip. Her email is in the show notes as well as Joe's website and of course our Patreon affiliation and everything else that you need. Be sure to follow us at Rope Drop Radio. But Doug, we are going to get to the after show because I don't know what else we can talk about with any more top 10 ramblings. Well, we got other topic ideas. We do. So thank you for those topics. We'll get to more of them as the weeks continue. But for Doug, I'm Derek. You've been listening to Rope Drop Radio.